Baseball family, this week we are going to talk Canadian baseball, trouble in Anaheim, and your playoff picture right now. Nine Plus Us presents the Baseball Together podcast with your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes. And now, Baseball Together. Welcome back, baseball family, to this week's episode of the Baseball Together podcast. I am here, my name is Brig, and as per the huge, we got Brad the Man right here with us. Hello there. How are you? How are you, Brad? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for asking. Are you as excited about the remaining, oh, I don't know, six games of the season as I am? At least as excited because my team's actually in it. So it's it's a pretty big deal, Brig. I don't know if Isn't it fun? <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. It's also incredibly stressful. I don't know how you do it every year. Um, I yeah. like taking five years off is actually probably a good thing for me and my health. <laughs> just every just, five years, yeah, you're like every, got some cortisol built years, up. <laughs> let's just let's make a playoff run, and then after that, we got to spend the next you know four or five years recovering. Mm. So you recover, they rebuild, everybody meets back up every five years. Exactly. exactly it right. sounds healthy, Brad. It really does because the roller coaster cortisol, you know, that's what it's called that we run in New York. It's just not that much fun. Um, except when they play Boston at Fenway three days in a row. That's something Whoa. else. That is something that else. Was wacky baseball. Okay, Especially with the first, playoffs on the line. But anyway, go ahead. First, what we have to talk about is Canada, actually. Because Canada is going to be kind of maybe sort of getting a half a baseball team. Just and half. I think that's yeah, I think that's remarkable. Super <laughs> exciting. We've talked about it in the past. Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Rays want to split their time between Montreal and St. Pete in the Tampa Bay area. And I think they're proposing what, a half and half split, basically? Close yeah, to half it? and half and half split is what they're proposing. Now, I have a question for you, Brad. Well, a couple of questions. First, we're all wondering how the fans feel about this. So, if you're a fan of the Rays in the Tampa Bay area, Brad, how do you feel about this situation? Well, I'd be upset. I'd be incredibly upset about it. I mean, because think about this. So, if you get if they get the Rays for the first half of the season and then Montreal gets them for the second half of the season, that's a playoff team they're missing. Right? Yeah. Yes. And then if they get the if Montreal has the race for the first half of the season and then they are in Tampa Bay in St. Pete for the second half of the season so you can get their playoff run, you're still not getting that early season fix. Yep. Right? Because like yes, they can go to spring training games. They can go, you know, the Yankees are right there just down the street for spring training. Yep. You can go to those games, but it's not the same. You've got to get that fix early in the season if you can. It's a completely different experience. And so, I mean, if I was a Tampa Bay fan, if I was a Rays fan, I'd be a Marlins fan the day after they announced this was official, to be honest with you. I don't care okay, so if I live down the street from the Trop. I'm a Marlins fan. I'm never going to another Rays game again. Wow. Okay, so if you're a Montreal baseball aficionado, mm-hmm. how do you feel now? Um, I mean, in that case, some baseball is better than none, right? Well, yeah, it's been since 1994, five. Mm, it's been a little. It's been longer than that, or no? It hasn't been that long. Hasn't uh, it not? No, it when was did like Montreal leave. So they, um, I want to say it was the late 90s because they came back. They came back after the strike. Oh, that's right. But we all know that, like economically. And with the trades and everything that was going on, that's what killed Montreal. Yeah, was the strike. But they did hang on for a couple of years. You're, I think it was '99 or '98, maybe. Let's see. I've got it right here on baseball. Huh. 2004 yeah. was their last what? season. What? 2004? Yeah. Well, you could have fooled me. I know. Well, because there was so much talk about them leaving and going to going to DC that I think that we all just kind of checked out at that point. Yeah, I. I did not know it was that late. That is maddening. Yeah, I was thinking maybe well, it was 99 or 2000, but I I think that yeah. it would have been more of a to-do during those years. So, yeah, 2004 makes sense. Huh. I was 10 years off. That feels terrific. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my next question is, have these people heard of COVID? Oh, the Rays? Do they know what happened to Toronto? 
I I think they're choosing to block it out, honestly. And, yeah. And here's the healthy thing, avoidance. I, I think part of it though is that like I think they're counting on this plan coming to place, coming into play in like what like two years, probably maybe three. Mm-hmm. And I it's think not by now. Right, yeah, not it's not, it's not tomorrow, it's no. not the 2022 season, because, no. I mean, we'll get there in a little bit, but that don't look good. Um, but, let me see if, if I can find it, something that says exactly when. Well, it's still in the proposal thinking. stages, so I don't even know it that is. they have announced like if, any sort of deadline. If they have a proposed, like a proposed year, like if, there's, if they are going to mm. say 2023 season. Um, so the Rays are committed to playing their home games at, at the Trop through the 2027 season so they've got time it's okay we're we're way ahead of the court of the yeah the game here okay but still though i'll be honest with you if it's december and they say starting in 2028 the rays are going to be splitting their season in montreal and tampa bay yeah i'm a marlins fan that day okay so like i wouldn't want to have anything to do with it do you really think they're going to do half and half like that or do you think it'll be you know, uh, more fluid with the travel schedule, right? We're say, okay, well, since we're already going to be all the way up in New York and Boston or whatever, maybe we'll just hop into Montreal on our way to Seattle. I don't know because that seems really, really like unpredictable. I mean, I know that it's going to be on the schedule, you know? Yeah. Exactly. And I don't know. It's, it seems strange because on the, on the other hand too, though, like, if Montreal draws better than they do with the Trop, the players are going to want to be in Montreal in September. 100%. Right? And the players yes. might want to be in Montreal in September anyway because it's cooler. Actually, they probably want to be there in August, like July and yeah, August, August, right? Mm-hmm. But, no doubt. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting because the way they're going to do it, like what they would do with it. Because I hadn't even considered a clean half-and-half half split until you just now said that. I was thinking that they would mix it up and maintain a certain balance throughout the entire season, both mm. for travel capabilities and, you know, the strain of that. But also, you know, if you think like, okay, can we acclimate a little bit before we go into Toronto or can we, you know what I mean? Well, there's like, that, but it also creates an unfair advantage. Like it, it takes, it takes away some of the competitive balance because they're not traveling nearly as much as their teams. Like the Blue Jays having to go down to Tampa Bay for however many games, you know, like that's that's not fair if the Rays are just happen to be doing this one playing this one series in Montreal against the Astros and then they just have to hop and skip it a jump over to Toronto. Right? Like to me it, it takes some of the competitive balance out of the league as far as the travel goes. And I know like a few years ago we had the Astros complaining about their their horrendous travel schedule throughout the second half of the season, but it's consistent. It's consistent it travel across the board. And Seattle knows all about that. Yeah, tell me about it. So, so but if you think about it in terms of the fan base, I think it would be better, more well received, whatever if you're like swapping series home home series right that would make more sense yeah parks yeah 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 because then you have they'll end up doing because then you have your tampa bay opener you have your montreal opener later in the month and then you have yeah everything else but yeah it's going to be weird and my big question for you break is well first before we get into that this is i thought this quote was really interesting from the team president matt silverman he said it's Mm -hmm the best and possibly only chance for baseball to be here in Tampa Bay for generations. It's like, if that's the solution, you've got to get out. Like they just can't be there because I don't feel like it's a viable solution. Well, it's what it, what they're trying to do is, er, is bring in more merch money and more broadcast dollars and more gate. Mm -hmm. Right. That's it. That's all. It all comes back down to money because if the people in Montreal really do want to watch baseball, then they're going to come out and they can kind of test the water. It's almost like, you know, market. It's like a, it's like a soft move, right? And yeah. Then they're like, like, wow, we're it... drawing way more in Montreal than we, are in, than we are in St. Pete. Let's just make the move. Yep. So, so, okay. Back to my question for you and then we'll move on. Okay. Do they change the name? Do they become the Montreal Rays of Tampa Bay? No, goodness gracious! What about they the Tampa Bay Rays of Montreal? No, <laughs> no, 
Uh, honestly, if they're going to make the move at all, they need to be wearing Expos gear in Montreal. Yeah. How about this? What if? What if? Why is that even a question? So I think you're onto something there. What if they were still the Rays? They're still the Tampa Bay Rays, but they're red, white, and blue with the pinwheel hat. Ooh. The, you mean with the actual? They might as well at that point. That's what I'm saying. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, like, no, like, the, like the, 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 the paneled. Um, I know what you're saying. Hat. I just yeah. thought it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, I ha- yeah, I see what you're saying with the M, the squiggly M. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I like it. I, I Honestly, I think if you're going to play in Montreal, you kind of have to be the Expos. At least when you're there. I don't know what you do with Rays. I've always thought the Rays was a dumb team name anyway. <laughs> the I Devil Rays the... made a whole lot more sense. And if they're gonna, I, if they're yeah. gonna, if they wanted to get rid of the Devil and just be the Rays, they should have been like the Mana Rays or the Sting Rays instead of just the Rays. Because yeah, no, I dude, thought it was a weak no, name. No, they're the Sun Rays. I know. They're I the... know. But they're still wearing it's... Devil Rays gear periodically. Yeah, that like, tie dye Ray thing, like semi regularly. I don't like it. I know, and I don't like it. It's coming back. And again, this is, what, this is what brings me back to my point about cash grab. Because they're like, well, maybe the fans will, will respond to the retro gear. Maybe we need Dennis Quaid to come play for us for a minute. <laughs> maybe, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know what their plan is, but they're clearly trying everything they can. Well, because nothing else is working. Back that, nothing else none is of it's working. working. No. So, anyway. Woof. It's complicated. It is very complicated. Lots of baseball is complicated right now, baseball family. A lot of it is. <laughs> yeah, so much so. And that's so okay. Much. But it's it's also a very exciting time for baseball with all the things going on. So Yeah. Yeah. All right. Speaking all right. of complicated, let's move on to Otani. Trouble in paradise. Or something. Somewhere. <laughs> so Go Shohei Otani, through an interpreter, said... I really like the team. This is regarding the Angels. I really like the team. I love the fans. I love the atmosphere of the team. But more than that, I want to win. That's the biggest thing for me. I'll leave it at that. Um, So for some context, I'm assuming that this was said immediately following the Angels' loss to the Mariners on Sunday. Um, That's what it looks like. So he he pitched seven great innings, gave up one home run in the seventh inning. Uh, he left with a 1-1 tie, and the Angels ended up losing 5-1 to because the bullpen just flat out fell apart. The wheels came off in the eighth inning, and I'm fine with it because the Mariners are in a race. You know, I, yeah, I need are. the win. But at the same time, I get exactly where he's coming from because that's no got to be so frustrating. He's like 10-2 and two on the season, and I'm sure that I mean with as many starts as he had, he should be way better than that, but the blow but. The blowpin is bowling things. The bullpen is blowing things. <laughs> the blowpin. <laughs> Maybe we'll start calling it the blowpin. <laughs> we could let's call it the blowpin if they can't bring it together. Seriously though, like it's been that's an fantastic. Issue. The blowpin. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt, will you? Let's do it for sure. <laughs> but the blowpin. <laughs> but I mean, do you think? Do you think we could see Otani demanding a trade this offseason? He's got two years left on his deal. I don't know that he'll demand one, but he might jockey for it. Well, jockeying and demanding is really the same thing. If he's, if he's, I don't see he him walking. I don't see him walking that? into the the general manager's office, pounding his fist, pointing Through to his interpreter, interpreter yeah. pointing to his interpreter, and saying, <laughs> "Tell him I said this." Yeah, he's demanding a trade. You know, I don't see that happening. I see him, no. You know, saying I would prefer it if you explored the options to trade me away from this team because I want to win. Yeah, I can see that, and I think he's right. Sorry, I'm upset to say that, but if they can't give Mike Trout what he needs, and then Mike Trout's hurt anyway, well, and Mike Trout's got all the money on that team, all of it. So that's that's an issue. That's the thing that I think is so funny. And it happens in every sport. I mean, it happens in basketball. Not not quite as bad because they have a little bit more uh, reined in on those contracts. Cap. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Well, they have the cap, and then they have a max contract as well. Right. Like, you're only allowed to give a guy so much money so that you can spread the wealth. Yeah. But in football, the quarterbacks constantly are like, 
I want to be the highest paid quarterback in the league. They're like, well, we don't have that kind of cat space. Then trade me. Well, we don't want to trade you because you help us win. Then pay me. And then there's like this whole big thing. And then they pay yeah. the quarterback like, well, okay, but now we don't have a good offensive line, so we can't block for you or protect you. Your defense is horrendous. And this is coming from a Seattle sports fan, a Seattle Seahawks fan, so I know exactly how this works. And <laughs> then the team is just horrendous. And it goes the same thing in baseball is that, no, they don't have a salary cap. Yes, they have the luxury tax threshold. But at the same time, the owner's got a budget. Yeah. Like, that's the thing is the owner's like, well, I have this much money I can spend on my team. And uh, if you're taking all of it, then you're not going to have any pitching. Uh, you're going to have very little support in the in the lineup behind you. And we're going to have a really weak team because we're paying you all the money in my wallet. And so yep. I'm very sorry. We'll try to do the best we can in the, the farm system to develop players. But we know that doesn't always work out. And that's what the Angels are seeing right now. That's right. Is that they don't have any money to give to pitchers. Guess what teams are not seeing that right now? St. Louis. Tampa Bay. Mm -hmm. Chicago Southside. I mean, these are division champions. We're not seeing it in Seattle. And this team, they're a team on the rise. The reason that they're... Milwaukee's not that way. Mm -hmm. They just clinched it. You know what I mean? It's like, come on now. Yep. And you think... Houston won a World Series with one of the lowest payrolls in the league. Spreading it out. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, is this is the thing. Is like, as much as I love seeing the stars, like, they've got it. Like, this is why the league needs a salary cap. Is because they need to protect. Bad. The owners need to protect themselves, and then the players need to have like kind of like a meter to like. Golly, I don't know. It's it's almost like keep them in check so they can't get too outlandish with their with their demands. You know. Yeah. Even if it's a max contract like they have in the NBA and leave out the uh, the cap leave out the cap like they've got to have something yeah. where these guys cannot get 400 and what 30 million dollars over 13 yep. years that's absur- it's absurd like I'm happy for them because that's awesome but it's absurd but it's only good for them and their families and what's interesting is that so I've never looked at it as clearly as this until recently but let me put this past you okay okay this fight between players and owners is constant it's never going to go away right it's always going to be there but what happens is you have 60 people yelling at one group at one office staff Mm -hmm. 60 individual personalities 60 different agents potentially right 60 different negotiating terms 60 different hopes and dreams 60 different capabilities whatever the only thing the front office and that team ownership is asking for is to win ball games. Show up every day, be a hell of a ball player, and win freaking games. That's all they ask. Yeah. So you talk about the disparity of, of you know, like at the ask, right? Who's asking for what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. If you paint it in that light, it makes you wonder if, you know, maybe these owners – do have a certain amount of argument just a certain amount yeah well and you know the owners i mean they're trying to make money right like that's that's the reason that's the reason they pay the guys is because they want them to stay there so they can continue to draw because i think if if they were to trade otani if they were to have lost mike trout to the phillies you know like there was talk about you know if they didn't have trout and otani and they saw an aging pujols nobody's coming to see that nope they draw less than they are right now. Yep. So there is something to be said for paying guys, There's, but there's also, like, a major defense against not. So Because anyway. Manny Machado's working out. He really is. He's working out. Yep. Bryce Harper's carrying his own right now. You yep. know, he's doing great. Yep. Giancarlo Stanton, he found, he found his way he out, showed of the up. Ellsbury, out of the Ellsbury lounge, and <laughs> he's here. He has arrived. And it's because he's not injury. He's not injury prone somehow. Knock knock on all of the wood. (laughs) Anyway, Joe Madden, just to talk about the Anaheim Angels really quick. Joe Madden says he's asking the front office to improve pitching rotation this offseason. But, again, this goes back to what you were saying, right? Otani, he's going to want out potentially. And Madden's like, we need better pitching. Mm -hmm. And they're going to lose a starter. They could, yeah. Yeah, because they have so many issues, and that's been their issue all season long is the pitching. Like, they have guys on that team who can hit, 
They've got a first baseman, um, Jared Walsh. And then they've got Brandon Marsh, who's been playing center field the last month and a half. That dude can hit, and he can run. I mean, he scored on back-to-back triples by Otani the other day. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Like, yeah, he hit a triple in the first inning, and then he hit another triple in the third inning, and Marsh was on base for both of them. Like, yeah, Marsh is a really good player. And, like, they have good guys who are coming up, but, man, that pitching, they – they can't do anything if they're just giving up dingers and doubles. <laughs> you know? Right. Well, and it, like you said, if all the money's tied up in Mike one Trout. guy. Yeah. Yeah, who's not on the field. That's rough. Which brings me to my favorite topic ever, Brad. The collective bargaining agreement. <laughs> <laughs> it expires December 1st, officially. And as a formality... Both the union and MLB, the owners, have submitted, or tendered, rather, their intent to seek new labor terms. So, like you said, Brad, this is totally a formality, right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like they have to say, by the way, we know this is happening, and we're ready to come to the party. And ready talk to about come it. to blows is what they're ready to do. <laughs> yep, they <laughs> That's are. That's the reality of it. Yeah, and the reason it's important is because it's happening now. We are in the final week of the season. There are six games left, and yet this still is a persistent topic. It's not going to go away. And, in fact, it's starting to ramp up now, big time. We just ran into second gear. That's what this is. It is, and the issue with this is that they could have they could have come to a temporary agreement. You know, they could have said, okay, let's play one more season on this version of the CBA with a couple of amendments here and there as as a way to compromise. Yeah, Yeah. keep the peace. Keep baseball going. But instead, they've both both said, no, we don't want to do that. We want to start. We want to start fighting as soon as as soon as we can. And it doesn't seem like they're going to be doing any negotiating between now and then. It doesn't seem like there's going to be anything done to smooth it over like silk or milk i won't no, i won't go there on. will be no smoothing no of any variety or substance nope now one thing i will say though is you get a couple of different personalities that are starting to come up in my opinion okay and i think aaron boone could be one of them because Aaron Boone, I think, is going to lose his job no matter what at the end of this season. Uh-huh. And he's already started to kind of point fingers a little bit and air some. <laughs> well, he's got, his, he's got his laundry line up. We haven't seen much laundry on it yet, but it's up. And so I'm interested to see how things like that will play into the CBA. Who else? Because the players and the management personalities have been huge in these labor negotiations in the past. Mm-hmm. huge and hugely influential so i'm interested to see what happens with people like i think if alex cora were in the situation he was in following the scandal from the astros situation like and and the boston science dealing and all that wrapped up into one friggin mess like i wonder if he would have been leveraged on the chessboard Maybe. At that time, you yeah. know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I don't I'm just saying like if we're going to get ugly, we're going to get ugly potentially. Yeah, and that yeah, I hadn't thought about that. That could be the case. Yeah. So, I don't know, I'm just saying, I wonder who else will be in that situation whose voice will reign or who whose voice will have a seat at the table, etc. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Yeah, it's something to keep an eye on because because there is this, Ken Griffey Jr is working in the front office of Major League Baseball. He is. So, not the union, not the players. Not union. the union. He's working for Major League Baseball, and I'm hoping that he can be some level of voice of reason. Yeah. In that in that room. Well, he'll at least hopefully bring the players' perspective. Right. Yeah. And you think Joe Torre would have done something similar? Maybe he has. I don't know, but this is a similar Maybe. idea. And then, and this is this is the thing is there are a lot of lot. I feel like there are a lot more former players in that room now than there. I mean, obviously it was 1994. I was eight years old. I have no idea. Right. But to me, it feels like there are probably more guy, more former players in that room now than there were then, because it seems like there's getting to be more and more beyond the manager position. So okay, I have a question. This just came to mind. I'm going to run this by you. Tell me what you think. Okay. Rob Manfred, 
leaves. Okay. Joe Torre takes over. His tenure lasts however long it lasts. And then Ken Griffey Jr. becomes commissioner of baseball. I would wear a Major League Baseball hat is what I would do. <laughs> yeah, you would. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, isn't that an interesting thought? Because it is an interesting it, thought. It's plausible. I don't know how probable it is, but it's plausible. Yeah, it is. It is plausible. Um, that would be mm. really interesting. Especially, well, and think about this for a minute. So, um, all the guys playing now, most of the guys playing now never got to watch Griffey in, in his prime. Like the young guys, yeah. right? It's the older guys. Like, it's like, it's weird saying this, but like Trout, right? And those guys are the ones who got to watch Griffey in his prime. Um, right. So, I'm curious if by the time that happens, those guys will not have known Griffey as a player. Maybe they saw some of his YouTube highlights. Maybe not. Because by then, maybe they're watching Trout highlights. They're watching Soto highlights. You know, they're watching Tatis highlights. So they might, Tatis, by right. the time those guys Acuna. come into the league, yeah. if you know, if Griffey is the commissioner, they only know him as commissioner and they hate his guts. Mm. That would be scary. Like some kind of Twilight Whoa, Zone thing. That would, that's like taking the paint color two paint colors mixing them together and like figuring out what new swirly mess you get oh that makes me uncomfortable wildly i can't imagine a world where everybody anybody hates ken griffey jr me neither me neither man i mean if that was the case though like i would defend major league baseball to my death though yeah you would like i don't care what's (laughs) going on baseball griffey's doing it well (laughs) he's doing a great job Shut your mouth, Brig. But anyway. <laughs> Shit. Why are you pinning on me? I'm not going to be. How do you know? How do you know, Brad? I don't know. I don't know, Brig. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, so I'm listen, I'm looking at the former commissioners of Major League Baseball. Okay. I don't see any and I'm this is a real cursory look just at, off the top of my head. Uh-huh. I don't see any former players on this list. Well, so Bud Selig, I know off the top of my head, was a former owner. So they they promoted within their own ranks yeah, to get him to be commissioner. And then Manfred was like, what, an investigator into the steroid scandals? He was. <laughs> and so and so they, they promoted him. Yeah, kind of, such that he was. But, yeah, no, I mean, because that would be back-to-back, back-to-back former players if it was Tory and then Griffey. Well, and if it's great under Tory. Yeah. I mean, maybe it could happen. Maybe it could. Ooh, I don't know. I really like that thought. That's all I'm saying. I just <laughs> I just really like it. It's good. It's a really good thought. An excellent okay. food for thought as well. All right. Last thing let's we have here. Let's take a break. Oh, well, yeah. Let's, okay. let's talk about this Kevin Kiermaier thing because I, oh, yeah, I just, yeah, just yeah. so fast. I thought it was so funny. So he picked up the Blue Jays scouting report. It was just lying in the dirt around home plate. He picked it up and took it back to the dugout. And the Blue Jays <laughs> were like, hey. Um, we dropped that. Can we have it back? He's like, no, absolutely no. not. You dropped it. I picked <laughs> it up. That's the finders keepers, right? And so yeah. they got mad, and there was, there was a whole big thing, a whole to-do. And then Ryan Barkuki, Bar- Bar- I don't know, his his last name wasn't on the – there was no pronunciation guide for his last name on Baseball Reference, so I have no idea. Anyway, he hit Kiermeyer in the back and then said it was, quote-unquote, an accident. <laughs> right <laughs> the bench is cleared it was a whole ordeal but no i just thought it was so funny that he picked it up i was like oh look at this and the bleachers were like hey can we have that back <laughs> he's oh, like no no why would we do that thank you for asking <laughs> <laughs> so funny that's what i tell people you ask an adult question you're going to get an adult answer and you have to have an adult response <laughs> <laughs> and no means no All right, baseball family, with that, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to get into the playoffs. No matter which ballpark you're at, you want to rep your team. Now you can with 9 Plus Us. Welcome to the Big City Series. With every design available in your team's colors, you can fit in with the home crowd or stand out on the road. Either way, we have the colors you crave. Shop the Big City Series and find designs that rep your favorite baseball podcast, cheer from the cheap seats, and much more. Shop the Big City Series only at 9plusus.com. Just put it on. 
No, I told you I don't want to. It'll be fine. No, Brig. I don't want to get punched in the face. It's way more fun than you think, I promise. You're the crazy one, not me. It's Venom. It's the best. You'll be fine. I don't care how good the equipment is. You're always saying how important content is. It'll be good content for YouTube and TikTok. I'm not going to let you punch me in the face. Do it for the gram. Brig says they have to read this. Whether you need new gloves, a heavy bag, or performance apparel, Venom.com is the place to shop. You can support our show and get 10% off when you use the link in the description. Just be careful who finds your stuff. It might say more about your friends than it does about you. The Nonther Sports Podcast is the home of sports talk for everyone. Every other week, you can catch David and Jason as they talk about all things sports. From current events to classic moments and everything in between. You can find the Nonther Sports Podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, and more. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Welcome back, baseball family. So the playoff races have really heated up towards the end of the season. Here we've got, like we said, we've got six games left. This is Monday night, um, September the 27th. And, I mean, it, like, heated up, it's it's hot. It's gotten to the yeah. point of being hot, right? So let's start in the National League, Brig, before we go into the madness in the American League. We talked a little bit about that, but we want to kind of leave a little bit on the table there for you. So we had more there to talk go. about and give a little bit more substance here. But anyways, more. let's talk about the National League. So right now... The West is kind of crazy, right? We still don't have a division champ. No, we don't. And the thing that's funny about that is that the Padres are like 13, 14, 25, 50 games back of the Giants. (laughs) It's 24. (laughs) Okay. I knew it was a lot. It might as well be 50. (laughs) It it might as well be 50. Exactly. But the Padres have actually been eliminated. They were eliminated over the weekend. Yep. I couldn't believe it. That I had lost track of where they were in the, play, in the wild card. And, man, matter. that's a big bad deal going on down there in San Diego. I'm sure they're they, very upset. They're nine games back in the wild card situation. There's no getting that back. Not with six no. games left. No. And I think there is going to be a lot of, a lot of conversation um, among the front office and the playoff, I mean, I don't know. They're, but they might not be able to have any conversation this offseason because of the CBA. That's exactly what right? I was just going to say. That's oh man, that's trouble. San Diego trouble. could be in a in a bad way next year when the season comes yeah. around. Wow. Well, and how much of this can you discuss and bring to the table in the CBA? Can you be like, do we need a division restructuring? Do we need to do we need to do something different? I'm just I'm, it's kooky. It's kooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it probably will never happen. But I wonder if they're going to use every chip they have on the table. And this season's kooky enough to be one of them, you know? Yeah, it could be. Well, and this is the thing, though, know. is that everybody had the Dodgers winning that division. Everybody had the for Dodgers sure. winning. For sure. Right? So We all fell asleep. We all slept on San Francisco. Oh, every, big time. Everybody but Ty did. Everybody but Ty. Everybody but Ty. Yeah, exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, but still though, the Dodgers are only two games back with six to go. That's guys not bad. Say, listen again. <laughs> They're two games back. There are six games remaining. God. It's going to go down to the wire. It's, it is, it's definitely going to go down to the wire and it's, that's definitely a race to pay attention to. It's a, it's a race to watch. Um, because, I mean, think about this. The last time the Giants won their division, didn't they win the World Series? Uh, yes. I'm going to double-check it right now. I'm pulling it up. Um, I think that they did. I th- Was that 20... Uh, no. Yes, Sorry. So the last time they won their division, they won the World Series. But then they won it two years later, because that, that was 2012. And then they won it in 2014, and they finished second in the division. There it is. They were a wild card team. And this is what I'm saying. There's value to just getting in. Just oh, yeah. Just get in. 100%. 100%. 
So okay, so this is who Los Angeles faces. Uh, let's see. They're gonna play the twenty eighth. So the day you're listening to this, hopefully, they're gonna play San Diego one game. Then they're gonna play Arizona for two games. No, I'm sorry. What this is? Who laid this out? <laughs> They have a three-game series against the San Diego, which makes a whole lot more sense. And then they're going to play Milwaukee for the final three games. Okay. Milwaukee's already in the in. They're in. They. It doesn't matter to Milwaukee whether they win or lose those games. Right. Yeah. They could. They could rest everybody. They could play minor leaguers if they wanted to. Uh, yep. They don't have to. So the Giants. Same with San have... Diego. San Diego's only going to come to the plate, proverbially. Because they hate Los Angeles. That's it. Oh, I think they're. I think they're going to try to play spoiler. I think they're going to try to keep the Dodgers from winning the winning the division. But For sure. on the other hand, so the Giants have the Diamondbacks um, Tuesday through Thursday, and then Friday through Sunday they have the Padres. So the Padres are going to try to do as much damage as possible. I think during you're right. that time. I, that's wow, and they can do the damage. They could. They should have been doing Arizona, it all season. Arizona can't do much damage, and Milwaukee has no motivation. Especially since Arizona, it's on the road. So yes. Okay. Yeah. Whoa, that just got even hairier. It did. It really did. So San Diego really is in the driver's seat right now. <laughs> Without having anything to drive is the funny thing. But they can't. They literally <laughs> have no impact on their situation. <laughs> Oh man, that's so funny! What is happening? <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Oh, okay, so you mentioned in the central we have uh, we have Milwaukee has that one tied up. They've clinched the division. They've clinched their playoff spot. They're they're set to go. They can coast for the rest of the season. They can for do whatever sure. they need to do. However, yeah. um, in the second wild card spot, we've got the St. Louis Cardinals who have been winning all the games in a row. Sixteen now. Is it 16 games in a row now? It is. It is. Yeah. According currently to baseball, at 16 games. ML, according, to ba- according to baseball.com. By that, I mean MLB.com. Uh, yeah, they've won 16 in a row. And they've got five and a half games on the Reds with six to go. They're they're set. All they have to yeah. do is, so let's get into this a little bit. We've got what's called the magic number, uh, which uh-huh. is the number of games either the Cardinals would have to win or the Cincinnati Reds would have to lose um, for the Cardinals to clinch, and it's one. Same thing. One. With, same thing with the Phillies. The Phillies are six games back. Um, if they lose, they're done. If and all the Cardinals have to do is win one game in the next week. Yeah. Of six, and if the Phillies have to win all six games. Yep. Yep. Unless. Unless let's go to the National League East. Unless. Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> there are two. The the. The Phillies have two choices. They can either win every single game here on out and make it potentially to the wild card slot, or they can win a bunch of these games, hoping Atlanta loses a bunch of these games uh-huh. and clinch the division. <laughs> That's the route like, I'd be I'd be looking to go right now if I'm Philly. What is happening? Especially since okay, so, so starting on Tuesday. The Phillies yeah. and the Braves have three games in Atlanta. Um, tune in against for all each three other. Of those by the games. way, make that very clear. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're not playing the Marlins in in Atlanta. Um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so <laughs> so so watch the Phillies these next Phillies and Braves these next three days because it could really uh, play a big part as to what goes on that in that division because. Th- the Braves, their magic number is five for the division. So that means yep. out of those three games, I mean, they could clinch the division right there. Um, they could, because pretty, pretty if, right, right then. Yeah, if they if they sweep the series, then that is essentially the six, right? Six yep. elimination. That's games. right. So um, so that would clinch the division right there. But if the Phillies win one of those, uh, it's it's going to go for at least another day. So I was supposed to go down to Atlanta for the Phillies game on Thursday. Oh, really? Oh, man. Yep. Not going to be able to do it. That's I have a, a scheduling conflict. That's a bummer. That's a game but I'd like to be at. About six or eight weeks ago, we got a guy at the office who's a big Phillies fan. Everybody else big Braves fan. Uh-huh. 
and he was walking around like, who's going with me? Going down to Atlanta on the 30th. We're going to watch the Phils play. And I was like, I am in. But then I had to, I couldn't, I can't go. That's a bummer, man. It's a major bummer, but. (laughs) (laughs) I'm even wearing my Fighting Phils baseball together t-shirt tonight because I am kind of excited to see what happens. Yes, that is a, that's a big one. I I love that it's going down to the wire. I love it when these, when these races go down to the wire. So let's look at the Phillies real quick. The Phillies, like I said, the three games against the Braves and then they finish up the season. If they're still alive, they have three games against the Marlins. That is favorable for the That's Phillies. Favorable. But the problem with the Phillies is you never know which team's going to show up. That is an issue. Right. Correct. So then, then, after the Phillies, the Braves have the Mets for three games. Another team you don't know what's going to happen. Ever. You don't know if they're going to show up or if they're going to boo the crowd and lay stinkers. Um, so... They're 13 and a half games back, the Mets are, from the wild card opportunity. Oh, yeah, they're they're long eliminated, which is funny because they were, like, the favorite in the NL East for a long they time. They were. And they kind of did the same thing that the Red Sox did and just fell off the table and yeah, and haven't really recovered. So, but for Well, the Red Sox recovered for a while. We'll they did, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to there. So... So, yeah, pay attention to the Braves and the Phillies this last week because that's a tight race. Um, it's going to take a combination of five wins or losses or five wins by the Braves or five losses by the Phillies for that to get wrapped up at this point. Um, yep. Very interesting, very intriguing series going forward. Especially because uh, they're playing each other. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Yes. Love it. So much. Okay, should we go over to the American League? Let's do it. Okay, let's start with the Central real quick, just because that's easy. Yep. The Central easy. is easy. Um, the White Sox have that wrapped up, but they have basically for some time, but mathematically, officially, it was like, what, last week? Because yeah. <laughs> the Indians right. the Indians are 11 and a half games back yeah. currently. 11 back in the wild card, so they had no chance. And think about this for a minute, Brig. Um, this next week on Sunday will be the last game as the Cleveland Indians. True facts. That's crazy. That is weird. Do you to wonder think if about. they'll get sold, or is that just that movie? I think it's just that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's already a team in Miami. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Tom Berenger could help them anyway. No, <laughs> not so much. Somebody stole Joe Boo's rum. That's what happened. <laughs> That's what happened in Cleveland this year. Jeez, <laughs> That's exactly what happened in Cleveland. Because they seriously, it was like July, it was like August 1st and everything fell apart. And we all knew it too. We were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You're going to well, trade, it trade was a, Lindor? Okay. It was the trades and it was yeah. all of a sudden Francona is like, I got to take the rest of the year off for health yep. concerns, which, you know, yeah. he's, he's done before, but at the same time, it's like the Indians, just don't, they don't care anymore. Yeah. Just don't care anymore. But, okay, so the White Sox have the Central. That's all wrapped up. The Rays have the East, the AL East, all wrapped up. Um, wrapped they've, up. They've got eight games on the Yankees right now, nine on the Red Sox, ten on the Blue Jays. So there's no way that's happening. Um, the Rays, which, you know, I think we both expected them to take a, a step back this year. I don't know that we both either of us saw them winning the division. Um, no. But they've been steady. It's like, I thought they were going to compete for a wild card slot. Like we talked about them having that potential, but mm-hmm. it would have—it's again would have been a step back. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, and I think that's crazy too. Is that Tampa Bay and Houston have been the two most steady ships in the entire American League, and you know until recently, Houston's lost four in a row. They're five and five in the last ten. They are, which is crazy because that means that the Mariners still have a slight chance. Just. It's very small. Yes. The magic number is two. But two. it's still there. Losses. So if so, it, Houston doesn't play today. The Mariners are actually playing right now. Um, right. Houston plays t- Tuesday. Yeah. So if, if the Mariners win tonight and then the, the Astros win Tuesday, the Mariners lose Tuesday, then it's over. That's it. That's those two. For the division race. Right. For the division. But... The, the American League wild card is indeed wild. Well, hold on. 
This is who Houston is playing the remaining six games. Okay. They have three games against the Rays, and then they have three games against Oakland. Well, so let me pull this up real quick because I think Oakland just swept, uh, just barely swept Houston. Let me double check it though. They're three in a row. Oakland's won three in a row. Yeah. So yeah, they swept them. I'm just saying. So your Mariners aren't all the way out. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> and you said the only teams that have been steady this whole season have been Houston and Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. And Tampa Bay, they play three games starting tomorrow. Tampa Bay has no reason to win, though. Unless they really no. want to stick it to Houston. That's the only reason. Which I'm Don't sure we all, though, a everybody bit? would love. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. We do all want to stick it to Houston. Yeah, so just a little bit. <laughs> so they so Houston gave up two walk-offs, back-to-back walk-offs against yeah. the A's. They lost 14 to 2 on Friday and uh, lost actually to the Angels on Thursday. They lost to the Angels. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's a rough deal. So they're not playing real well right now, but at the same time I wouldn't put it past them like just like okay, we need to win. Let's just wrap this thing up. Let's go win two games and be fine. A couple three games. Yeah, we're yeah. done. Yeah. Yep. I, I can see that for sure. Yeah. But should we go over to the American League wild card? We must. Because sir. this is like the most insane thing. Because for a little while, the National League was actually the mess. And the American League had a little bit clearer picture, but the National League has since sorted itself out. Yeah. And so it's now. It's going to be St. Louis and either LA or San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. Every Basically, every team that's going to be in the playoffs is set. It's just their placement. And that's really, right. it's just exactly the, right. the West is all. But so then we have the American League wild card. We have <laughs> golly, it's so complicated, break. It's so complicated. It's just, so the Yankees sit on the top. They're the first wild card team right now. They have one game on Boston. Boston sits on yeah, the by one. Spot. Yeah, <laughs> so, and it's simply because Joe West blew a, a drop third strike call. Like that's what yeah. it comes down to. <laughs> That he said Christian well, no, Vasquez because the, the wild pitch and the walked well, batter and the and then a whole bunch of dropped flies. Yeah, but the nail Listen. in the coffin was that was that it was call. It was it was. <laughs> and this is the thing is that I was playing I was playing uh, seven cards of one color with uh, with phase ten going into this weekend, right? So I had <laughs> yeah. I had four four blue and four red, and I'm sitting there going, okay, I got to pick one of these to go go with the next one i i get is the team i'm going to cheer for so the yankees won game one of that series i said okay yankees need to win out boston needs to lose out here we go so i was hoping all weekend for a yankees sweep wait a minute i did say that break you heard me right wait a minute (laughs) (laughs) you have been rooting for the yankees silently yes. all weekend long silently yes Baseball family. We have to take a minute to acknowledge how profound a moment this is. We have literally been at this now for years. It's through multiple. And Brad, and Brad is now admitted that he is rooted for the Yankees. For more than one day, Brig. I know, and not just because we were in London. <laughs> <laughs> the royal we. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a real thing. That oh, I'm so deeply satisfied. I, that's the World Series for me right there. That's it. It's over. <laughs> you can miss the playoffs and be fine now. Give me the hunk of metal. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I figured at that point, the team that won that first game, was it would be in my best interest as a Mariners fan for them to just sweep oh. the series, right? So that's why I'm yes. with the Yankees. So I got my seven cards of one color. The Yankees swept the series. Now one game up on the Red Sox. Now, behind the Red Sox, we have the Toronto Blue Jays. One game back. We have the Seattle Mariners. Two games back. And technically we have Oakland that's three games back because they managed to sweep the Astros, which is a really big deal. Because... When the Mariners swept the A's last week in Oakland, by the way, uh, yeah. everybody had the, the A's done, dead to rights. Like, that eliminated them effectively, but they managed to come back because everybody assumed that they were going to lose two games to the Astros at least. 
right? Yeah. But it's yeah. all about matchups. Sure. Sports are all about matchups. And here we go. We have Oakland sweeping the Astros once again and sitting three games back. Their elimination number, their magic number is four. Doesn't look good. They've got to win out, and they've got to hope that the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, and the Mariners <laughs> all lose out. That's right. And then I think Oakland has to basically win out as well. So now hold on, forget Oakland for a minute. I'm terribly sorry, all okay, you that's Oakland fine. fans. I just don't think it's possible for Oakland. I don't I either. Don't. That's what, and that's what I, that's the picture I was painting right there, is that they have to hope everybody loses out and then they have to win out basically so, to get in. So let's talk about Boston for a second, okay? Okay, let's do it. Their six remaining games put them in Baltimore for three and then in Washington, D.C. for three. Uh-huh. So they have nothing but away games to finish out the season, but I, that's a favorable schedule. It is. It really is. Like, big time. Mm-hmm. And the only team that's losing to Baltimore these days are the Yankees. <laughs> Somehow, I don't understand. I don't understand. It. I want to cry about it, but that's that's what. It's the only reason we're in this situation is because somehow we lost like eleven or something to Baltimore this season, and it's just stupid. But mm-hmm. yeah, it is <laughs> nothing against you, Birds fans. I mean, talk about being impressed. Huge props but man it's crazy it's just crazy so boston has as good a chance as anything of taking even the lead wild card slot through oh, the yeah. remainder of the season yeah they could they easily could because that easily like you said, that's because the, the most, yankees are so streaky right now uh-huh that's the most favorable schedule of anybody right now because 100 you've also got um you've got the blue jays and the yankees set to start playing on Tuesday. Tomorrow. They play each other starting on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Three games. And then you, and then the Blue Jays, after that, have three games against uh, the Orioles, who have the Battle of the Birds in Toronto. And then right. uh, the Yankees have uh, – they're going to finish up the season with the Rays. Tampa Bay. Three games in New York against the Rays with nothing to lose for the Rays. Nothing to gain, nothing to lose. Oh, except for, you know – supremacy and like maybe i mean they might pitch brett phillips for three games <laughs> just to save their pitching <laughs> i would love you know what <laughs> if they did that we'd lose <laughs> just just because that's how our season's gone it's true that he would pitch a shutout complete he game shutout <laughs> He pitched a big old egg. He's like, there's my zero right there. And he my retires. ERA is now .4. Seriously. So, That's disgusting. So we have the a- the AL East all set up. Now, the Mariners are like still a pretty long shot because they don't hold um, the tiebreaker against any of these teams, I think, except Toronto. So if somehow the Mariners and the Blue Jays come down, it comes down to them uh, getting into that second wild card spot. Um I think the Mariners hold the tiebreaker over Toronto. Maybe. I don't remember off the top of my head. Um, But they're going to finish the season here. Seattle has three against Oakland. Off Thursday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday against Oakland. Off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday against Anaheim. I think that's a pretty favorable schedule, especially with the day off. And those games are all at home. Oh, they're all at home? All at home. Oh, the problem, Brig. The problem, Brig. Garlic fries. Is that lately, because of the garlic garlic fries, um, the Mariners have not been playing well at home. It is. It must be the garlic fries. I think so. I mean, they've got a forty-four and thirty-seven record on the road, forty-two and thirty-three at home. So still a winning record, which is encouraging. But as of late, they've been playing much better on the road. I mean, they they just finished a road trip eight and two. So let's run a scenario saying that who they play again? The Mariners? Yeah. Playing the A's Anaheim. right now and then play Anaheim. Okay. So the the rest of the American League doesn't care what happens to those games other than how it may impact Seattle. Mm-hmm. So let's just say for a minute that Seattle wins all six of those games. A real possibility. 
it is a real possibility. So what does that look like now? So it's it's actually really interesting because, I mean, there, the magic number is four, right, for Seattle? As far That'll as a win four. Well, actually, sorry, it's five. It's a combination of five losses and five wins by Boston. So five Boston has to win five. Well, so it it's it's a combination thing. So any combination of five Mariners losses or five Boston wins. So Boston could win two mm-hmm. and Seattle could lose three, and that would be the five. Got it. Yeah, it's kind of, like I don't know how I can't remember how they figured out just because the math doesn't always add up to me. But at the same time, like that that's what it is. It's a combination thing. It's not necessarily five Seattle losses. It's it, it, you know, it could be if Seattle only loses one game, but Boston wins four, or yeah. Boston wins their next five, then they're eliminated. Well, let's talk about their magic number for getting in, though. That that's what it because, is. Because right, because what I'm seeing is there's a mathematical possibility that there's a one game play in for the wild card spot, that second wild card spot. Oh, Brig, this <clears> is gonna <throat> be complicated. It's so complicated. I know, but so, it is mathematically comp- possible. It is that. Toronto or Seattle has to play somebody to figure out who in the world is going to take that second AL wildcard slot. Okay. In fact, it's still mathematically possible that there's a three-way tie. Yes, we could still have a three-way tie. But that's a problem. So, So check this out. I'm watching. So six games left, right? If the Mariners go 6-0, they'll be 92-70. and Okay, yep. to go ninety-two and seventy, the Red Sox would have to go four and two. The Blue Jays would have to, which go, is totally possible. It is the Blue Jays have to go five and one, and the Yankees would have to go two and four, also which is entirely possible. Entirely possible. <laughs> In that case, we would have a four-way tie. Um, the Yankee, and I think the Mariners would be the odd team out because they don't hold any yes. tiebreaker against anybody, right? Um, and then it would be a three-way tie in the American League East. And then, I don't know, we might have, like, Boston and Toronto play a, play a one-game playoff and then have New York and Boston play a one-game playoff or whoever wins that game. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. That would get wild so fast. And if that happens, they're going to keep bumping the AL wildcard game back. Yes. Until it, they need to. It would only be bumped till Wednesday because that's only two games. But, man. Right. But, I mean. It, think of the disadvantage, though, of those teams playing 163, 164th game. Whoa. That's, that would be big and could have major implications. Even if they get out of the wild card game. Yeah. So. Holy crap. So, real quick, Brig. I mean. I, you're biased, but you sound incredibly pessimistic about the Yankees' chances of, of making it. Do you think they'll make it? I think they're going to slide into the second slot. I don't think they'll hold the first wild card position. Okay. And I think what we're going to see is a Boston-New York American League wild card. I agree. That's that's what I see, too. Just because But of I the... see it going inverted, though. Yeah, yeah, they're going to switch From spots. where it is right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because the Mariners, that that really matters. So but. here's something crazy with the Mariners on Tuesday. Yusei Kikuchi is supposed is scheduled to pitch. He's on, he's on there as the probable for Tuesday. But the Mariners are really are really quiet. Will not say whether he's pitching or not. They're saying we're going to mm. take it one game at a time. They just call, they just called up today, one of their top pitching prospects. He is Ooh. in the building. Justice Sheffield, who's been Ooh. awful coming out of the bullpen oh. since coming back from an injury, was demoted. Brash mm-hmm. was called up, and there is a ton of speculation that Kikuchi is moving to the bullpen. We might not, not ever see him pitch again for the Mariners, and you know, barring a playoff run. And then yeah. it's going to be Brash pitching on Tuesday, Kikuchi out of the rotation because the Mariners have oh. got to win. Because think of that advantage. Like, yeah, he's a rookie. Oh. He's never pitched before, but there's no tape. There's no scattering report. Like, None. And not only oh, that, there's man. no yips. Like, hopefully there aren't very many yips or anything. I would hope not. I mean, there are probably going to be he some just nerves. jumps in. But that, those nerves could help him throw 100. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the Mariners are getting a little wild. A little wild right now. Little trying to make the rest outside. of this push. 
<laughs> so, yeah, yeah, you're right. That's so. I would kill. I would kill to see a Mariners Yankees wild card. Oh my gosh, our live stream. We'll get to that in a second. There would be a lot of yelling, a little <laughs> bit of swearing, and probably some hurt feelings. Let's be honest. It would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't been issued any feelings in a long time. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, okay. Speaking of the Mariners right now. So the Mariners are down three to zero in the end of the second inning. Um, who's pitching for the Mariners tonight? Jeez. Gave up a home run in the top of the a three run home run to Matt Olson in the top of the first yuck yuck that's I mean okay I will say this the Mariners are great late not great early great sure. late um, yeah. and that's that's a big deal that's a big deal for the, this y- team the Yanks are kind of that way stretch. right now too yeah. just be honest with you yeah yep Whereas when Boston wins ball games, they just win ball games. They just win. Mm-hmm. It's like, but their problem lately has like, been winning oh, ball games. What's that? Their problem lately has been winning ball games. Exactly. Oh, Chris exactly. Flexen, I'm then, not worried about it. He'll give up that those early runs. He'll be fine. Mariners are going to win this game. <laughs> not worried. Not worried about a break. <laughs> oh man, I just would kill for a Yankees. Mariners game of any kind at all because then Brad would get a pie in the face. <laughs> Which he's well, going to get anyway. So we do have, Especially. remember, we do have that little bet going on. Yes. Um, whoever's team doesn't make the playoffs gets a pie in the face. So we got that. That's right. Oh, and the A's are pitching Cole Irvin. It'll be fine. I'm not worried about it at all. I'm not worried. Uh, so. Baseball family, for the record, Brad's son is just thrilled at the chance <laughs> to hit me in the face of the pie again <laughs> once again yes yeah he let's, actually asked me the other clear. day he said dad when do i get to hit you in the face of the pie and i said well we don't know yet if that's going to happen i was like we'll find out on sunday for sure if uh, you get to hit me in the face of the pie so that's probably when we're going to do it because <laughs> that's probably so have you happen. given up on their chances no, I haven't. They're just so slim that it's hard, you know? There's there's so much that has to go right that's out of their hands. That I mean, sure. That's why I think it's going to be New York, New York and Boston, right? New York has a game up. Not exactly a favorable schedule going forward, but not too bad at the same time. Like, they can they can take it to the, to the Blue Jays, and, and they'll be fine, you know? And like I said, the Mariners could win out and then still have to do a one-game play-in if things yep. go right. And poorly for everybody else. Yes, exactly. Like real bad. Real bad for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Either way, baseball family, we don't. It doesn't matter what National League, American League, whatever. We are watching crazy playoff situation right now, and it's a lot of fun. And so we will be live streaming the American League Wild Card game. Okay, and we announced this what, was last week, week before. I think it was last but week. We don't it up. forget. Yeah, check your calendars, mark it down. We're going to do the same thing we did last time. You're going to mute the broadcast on your television. You're going to pull us up on the live broadcast if you'd like, and we will call the game like we did Mm -hmm. last time. And it was a riot. Last time was. uh, As long as it's not the Mariners and the Yankees, we will be doing some some fun. I don't know. I don't want to call them side bets because I don't think they're necessarily side bets. But uh, there will be some other things, some shenanigans to be had during the game and we're going to have guests as well um, yeah, that's right so that will be a good time we'll get to bring some people on and have them talk about their teams and their playoff hopes and dreams and uh we're we're excited for it really excited for it that'll be on facebook and youtube i think those are the two places we had it last time right yeah facebook and youtube okay. yeah so, so yeah tune in turn down your tv or your uh streaming whatever whatever device you uh stream on and you can listen to us yeah. talk about the game but it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. And unfortunately there's no time on that yet. I think we'll get a time once it's all set and we'll, we'll send out a tweet and a message and uh, put up a, a post on Facebook and stuff like that. So everybody knows on, we'll put it across all social 100%. media. So it'll be there. But anyway, sorry, go ahead. That's Rick. right. No, I was just going to say, don't forget to jump on the shop baseball family. We've got all kind of merch. This is the time to start buying for Christmas presents. So if you have somebody in mind uh, for you or somebody else that wants 
baseball apparel or merchandise. We have art. We have pillows. We have all kinds of different things. Um, and especially when it's getting cold, we have hoodies and, and things like that as well. Um, our Christmas design, Jingle Balls, is available on the website. It's all at 9plusus.com. That's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com, 9plusus.com. And, uh, again, Christmas shopping. Now is the time. Now is indeed the time. But also, baseball family, don't forget to jump on BaseballTogether.com where you can watch the podcast, listen to the podcast. You can do some reading about baseball. Um, and you can also submit to the mailbag. There's a link in the description. Not in the description. There's a link in the description of every episode, but also in the navigation on BaseballTogether.com yes. where you can send us an email with your questions, comments, concerns, aside remarks, and whatever else you choose to send our way. Um, and on top of that, you can also leave us a voicemail. There is a, a link in the description of every episode where you can click on that and you can leave us a voicemail with your questions, comments, concerns, or once again, snide remarks as you choose. And we'll respond on the podcast with a shout out for you. But baseball family, keep your eye on the standings and on baseball for this next week because it's going to be very exciting and a ton of fun. And we will catch you at the end of the season next week. Mm-hmm.